You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It would be a guy who has hired some people in his past, and it would be a guy who sadly has probably fired some people in his past as well. And so we go out to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline, and we bring in our old buddy Randy Mueller. Of course, you can read him at MuellerFootball.com. You can hear him every week, and it's must-listen with he and Mike Sando on the Football GM podcast as well on the Athletic Football feed. Randy, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Good to be with you. Happy holidays. You as well, man. Happy holidays to you and the family. Thank you. Thank you very much. So let's let's start here. So a lot of people in Cleveland have been yelling about the head coach and they've been yelling about the defensive coordinator because he's basically been the head coach of the defense. They've been yelling about special teams and all of that kind of stuff. And so I wanted to have you on because I wanted to kind of have a, a big picture conversation about coordinators and what is expected out of them. So I ask you, Randy, from your years in the league, what do you expect out of, let's say you've got a play calling head coach that you brought in. What do you expect out of a defensive coordinator who's a de facto court, uh, head coach of the defense? Well, obviously he's got to lead his side of the ball, but it still comes back to the head coach being in charge of it all. I think what I would expect on the defensive side is a scheme that matches our personnel. And this is just from the GM's chair. There may be other angles, Dan, but from, from my concern and, and my money, I want to make sure that our scheme is matching the criteria we're bringing in. Let's face it, Cleveland has been thought to have had a decent roster, fairly productive, uh, going to be uh, talented on both sides of the ball, but it just hasn't worked out for whatever reason. That's the first place I would start is, are we marrying our criteria for evaluations of players and valuing players with our scheme? So even more so than the individual coordinator, I think you've got it from a big picture standpoint, make sure those other dots are connected that, hey, we're, we're finding the right people to play our scheme and we're accentuating those players' positives. So how much of that is your selection, Randy, of players in regard to the defensive scheme? Are you just basically going, all right, I'm going to take as much talent as possible and let's marry them together and see what the coaching staff can develop along with the defense? Or are you drafting guys with the idea that this is who the defensive coordinator would like? Well, I think collecting players is a problem. And I do know teams do that. And I've been around long enough to know that most of the time that may be a short-term fix, but it's hard to fix it long-term that way. I think you have to marry your criteria and your search for personnel to exactly what your scheme means and does. And there's no better example of that than New England and what Bill Belichick has done for 20 years. You've got to find the players that fit best for you not necessarily that fit best for anybody else. They may not be the best players available, but they fit best for us. And I, I, I guess I, I spent my time with Nick Saban in Miami, and I've kind of been around that system. And I'll be honest, I had 20 years in the league before I got with Coach Saban, and, and he taught me a lot of things about that. We've got to fit 
guys into exactly what we want to do so we can then develop them in our own way. Interesting. So if, if let's say, and, and I don't know how this works, if the, the general manager has a conversation with the defensive coordinator, if the head coach just relays all messages from his coaching staff to the GM, and I, I assume that's one of those where every organization is different, what do you do when a coordinator comes in and basically says, I want this guy who is a free agent, go get him? That really doesn't resonate with me at all. We're okay. going to have a much deeper discussion about his skill set, um, how we're going to use him. Um, it's really not about giving a particular coach or, or, like you said, a defense coordinator bells and whistles, all right, his tools. It's a matter of we're going to make an organizational decision, one, on what other players are available. That, that said coach may not even know the rest of the talent pool per se. I want to know the criteria, and then I'll search to find the best three or four guys, and then we'll sit down and have that conversation to answer the question you just asked. No, and, and that makes sense because you, you know, it, it's funny, and, and of course everything's all about media spin and all of that kind of stuff as well, but you'll hear these stories every so often, Randy, where it's like this guy wanted to make sure that he had his guy in here, and they, they made the decision to bring in player X because he best supplemented what they wanted to do. Like, I, I always think about, you know, I, I'll always think about the Browns and Willie McGinnis when they went and signed Willie McGinnis when Romeo Cornell was here, because Romeo was like, I, I want this guy. This is my guy. And Willie McGinnis came in here and underperformed and basically collected a check for the last couple of years of his career, which, good on him. Hey, you know, you signed the contract, you get paid, good for you. But I didn't know from the GM perspective how much weight that kind of stuff has. Yeah, I think it di it differs, and you're right. It's it's the structure of a front office and the way they communicate with the coaching staff is different. But I always looked at it this way: a coach doesn't really know the complete talent pool that's available. We if we know what we're looking for, we'll put forward the best two or three options. The problem with just signing your guys is that we may have better options that we never get to, and I think that's where the process has to become a process and be more thorough. Randy Mueller, former GM in the NFL for a long time. Now with the XFL as well. You're doing stuff for, I think, what is it, the Seattle franchise, correct? I am. Yeah, I live in Seattle, so uh, building the Seattle team with Coach Jim Hazlitt, and it's been fun. It's been a – when you do what we do for a living, it, building from scratch never happens, right? And I've got yeah. to do this now two or three times, and it's awesome. I really love, like I said, the process and going through it from scratch. You can set your own criteria. It's just the same things that you and I are talking about. We can do it at a little different level of talent, but we can fit guys exactly how we want to, depending on our schemes and our coaches. That's that's fascinating, man. All right, so then I gotta I gotta ask you this one now. Going back to like where the Browns situation is, what goes into firing a coordinator? Well, I think the the, the reasons that you would even talk about it are one: where are we production wise? Do we have system? issues that are fatal flaws, not just flaws based on personnel. And you, you definitely have to go through the head coach with any of this. I would want to hear the head coach's uh, performance review for starters, and then I would have to, as a GM, buy whether that's authentic or not. There's a lot of guys that just protect their coaches, and, and I'm not saying I would do any different, but as the final decision maker, I want to find out how authentic that job performance review is and then probably have one of my own, and, and maybe we all sit down in a room and discuss where we need to be going forward. 
Do you put thought into bringing in other position coaches who have previous head coaching experience just in case the defensive coordinator doesn't go a direction you want to? So, like, I always I always kind of think of, you know, how you'll get the former head coach who is the linebacker coach or something like that, who if something goes horrifically wrong, it can blow up and come back in. Do you look for yeah, those things? I don't, yeah, I don't know about the head coach part of that job description, I would be more apt to maybe have in place in the back of my mind. I think you're always about options, Dan. I mean, it's the NFL, professional sports. I'm sure it's the same in baseball, basketball. You've got to have options. And whether it's about a player or a coach or a scout or anybody, as the decision maker, you've got to have options in your mind. And if you don't have options, you make bad deals. I've said that about uh, the Baltimore Ravens the last couple of years, and I love Lamar but they've got to give themselves options. Otherwise they're going to make a bad deal with it. And it can be, that can be, you know, related in terms of coaches. It can be related in terms of scouts of, of GMs for that. Say, if I'm the owner, you know, so you have to have options in business and in the real world to make good deals. I think that's simple. All right, Randy, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here if you don't mind. So Ian Rappaport just released this uh, note here. Another big-time offensive deal. The Browns have reached an agreement with offensive tackle Jack Conklin on a four-year deal with $60 million with $31 million guaranteed money per Drew Rosenhaus uh, and whoever, all the group that the deal is done by. So a four-year extension for Jack Conklin. I don't know how much Browns you've kept an eye on this season, but what do you think of a move like that for a guy who's had a little bit of a down year this year? Well, I think what they're saying is that they're fine with their offensive line. It's not to blame for anything because, as you guys have probably discussed at nauseum, they've already signed the interior guys for a long time as well. So that line is set, and, and they don't think that's an issue. Um, the fact that I would sign a guy to that kind of money off what you say is a down year is a little problematic. But at the same time, they might know the options that are available to them come February, and they don't really like any of them. So rather than take a risk, or make a change, sometimes status quo is best. And especially with that group up front, I could understand that group minimizing change as much as you can and hope that they will play better together because there's no more important group than that offensive line room playing together and communicating. And, and I think continuity means something. And it's funny, Randy, just because a lot of people around here with Jedrick Wills playing right tackle in college because Tua Tungaviola is left-handed, so you're covering the right tackle instead of the left. Moving to left tackle and struggling, a lot of people thought, okay, maybe in the offseason you move that right tack that left tackle back to right tackle where he played in college and go find a left tackle, and this seems to sum that up. Is that something that a GM would look to do is move that guy to the other side of the line just because that's something you saw in college? Um, probably not. You might have a discussion on that kind of stuff, but I think the left tackle, right tackle to protect the quarterback's backside, that part of the criteria has diminished in importance over the years. I think a left tackle still is viewed as maybe the most athletic, most uh, best balance, best ability to recover, those kind of things. It's really truly still your best lineman, but you've got to have a pretty good right tackle as well. So any way you look at it, you've got to have two of them. I couldn't really consider going back on what I saw on a player's, you know, film in college, unless it was just our best option. And we had another left tackle that we feel great about. Hmm, that's interesting. What, what makes right now the perfect time to sign these offensive linemen? And the only reason I ask that is we saw the Packers do Eldon Jenkins a little bit earlier. We've seen a couple other linemen contracts come out. Why now? 
think it's if you're going to look for the pros uh, versus the cons, it is there's not enough of those guys to go around. Everybody's looking for offensive linemen. I don't care if you're in the NFL, if you're in the XFL, if you're in college, if you're in high school. There's just not a lot of big, strong, athletic dudes walking around the face of the earth. So you want to keep what you have. And I think that's the biggest thing is I'm never for getting rid of offensive linemen and never letting good players, even average players, walk out the door because you never know what's behind door number three. So I think that's more than anything is keeping their own guys off the market where other people can walk in and upgrade. Um, if you can can get by with what you have and structure something now early in a form that you can live with for the next two or three years, I think it makes sense. Randy, give me a team in the NFL you got an eye on as the playoffs are right around the corner. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what, and it's kind of the recency bias, I guess, but I sure like the way Jacksonville's played the last few weeks. And I know they just played last night, and it's easy, but I think Trevor Lawrence gives them a chance now to to uh, do some things beyond their scheme and beyond what they do um, and, and beyond Doug Peterson's even offense, and, and that helps. They've got a couple really good pass rushers. I'd be interested to see, and I think they're going to probably get in now. they just got to win these next two games. It'll be interesting to see how they match up. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to want to play them, I can tell you that. Yeah, that seems like a team that, like, you're – when your head coach gets on a play-calling heater and your quarterback is on a heater on yeah. top of that, that's the last team you want to see. And Trevor Lawrence is on a heater right now. That guy's yep. on fire. It's so much fun to watch him. I'm glad he's taken off. Makes football more fun. No doubt. I'm, I'm happy for them. People forget. Well, they don't forget, but they lost a lot of games for a lot of years. So they've been able to draft some really good players, and some of those guys are coming through now. Randy, you're the best, man. Happy holidays to you and the family. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Take care. Take care of yourself. He is Randy Mueller. He's the former GM of the Chargers, or I should say president of football ops for the Chargers, GM of the Seahawks, GM of the Saints as well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 